I love hearing from so many of you when I run into you in person or online and you tell me that you're listening to the podcast. Um, it's making me so happy. And because of that, I've started uh, making a few shout outs. So <laughs> today I want to shout out to Gina Regis, who is listening to the podcast. Gina, thank you so much uh, for listening and for your support. So without further ado, let's do it. It's a shorty today. Welcome to Culture Coach, a podcast with me, Nikki Lerner, helping you to engage in a proactive movement towards unity and understanding as it relates to culture and come from. Thanks for joining me today. You ready to go? Let's get started. Hey, thanks again so much for listening. You know, I wanted to create a space each week where you and I can learn about different cultures and come from's in a safe, non-threatening, non-embarrassing environment. I hope you enjoy this podcast. For more creative resources and ideas, you can engage with me at NikkiLearner.com. So if you've ever been to a wedding, I love weddings, by the way. I don't always love that weddings start late. <laughs> That's because I'm a time-oriented person. Um, and I don't always love that weddings start late. It's probably my least favorite thing about weddings is I can never really uh, tell when they're going to be done. <laughs> is that terrible? Is that a terrible thing to say? I'm just keeping it real. And I love weddings. I love weddings. I just uh, don't always know when they're going to end or begin sometimes. Just a side note before I start in today's content. Um, so back in the day, I used to sing at a lot of weddings and <laughs> I would charge a lot of money to sing at weddings. You know why? Because most of the time um, the wedding started late. I waited once for an hour and a half for a wedding to begin because the bride was late and uh, it was just such a pain in the butt. So anyway, I love weddings. <laughs> I love love. Uh, I love celebration. I love the celebration of lives coming together and people finding each other and finding love. Um, I am a huge proponent for finding love, uh, finding uh, long-term partnership. Uh, I have been married to the love of my life for uh, 22 years. We've been together almost 24 years, David, and uh, he is just amazing. If you've ever been to a wedding, and I'm sure, sure you have, but when you go to a wedding, no matter what your personal uh, like uh, religious belief or faith come from, you've probably heard the phrase leave and cleave. Leave and cleave. It's kind of old, right? Like it's kind of old language in a sense. Leave and cleave. And I remember when I first started hearing this phrase, um, I thought the word cleave was like the strangest thing I had ever heard. Like seriously, I was like cleave, because all I could think of was a meat cleaver. <laughs> Again, is that strange? Come on, you thought about it too, right? Tell me you thought about that. If you've heard leave and cleave, you've thought about a meat cleaver. Anyway, so you've heard this phrase leave and cleave. And what it refers to in a marriage sense actually comes out of uh, the Christian Bible where it says uh, a man 
will leave his mother and home and cleave to his wife, right? Essentially, leave and cleave is you is you leave what you've known and you cling on to, uh, cling tight to this new person, this new life, this new thing going forward. I wonder if the phrase these days would, would be better said, leave and cling. <laughs> I mean, it doesn't sound quite as great as leave and cleave, right? But leave and cling, but leave and cleave. So in a marital sense, in a marriage sense, when you're in a new relationship or you're, you're in a, now in a committed relationship, all of us, when we commit to another person, commit and make a promise to leave certain elements of our life that we have known prior. So, you know, I'm a married person and I've been married a long time. So I was in my, my early 20s when I got married. We were babies. Uh, but, you know, I had to leave uh, my house, right, my home. Um, I had been, again, I was in my early 20s. I think I was 21 when we got married. And so, of course, at that point, I had just gotten out of college and I was living at home. I was living in my parents' house. So in order to start my new life with David, I had to leave out of my family home. I had to leave, uh, not had to, I chose to, leave my maiden name behind. My maiden name is Laws, L-A-W-S. And I remember it was quite an identity crisis for me, particularly uh, because I was a performer and I was a uh, an artist that everybody had known me as Nikki Laws, right? And I remember having this identity crisis about like, nobody's going to know Nikki Lerner. Who's Nikki Lerner, right? But I had to leave my name behind. When you're in a committed relationship with somebody, you know, you leave all of your your past relationships behind, right? All the All the people that you had dated before, you leave that behind, you leave behind only thinking about yourself. You leave behind uh, making decisions about your schedule and what you're going to do and who you're going to hang out with on your own, right? Now you do that with somebody else. There's leaving that happens. For some of you that have been married, um, you have moved to different states. You have moved to different countries, some of you. Now, I don't know anything about being a parent, but uh, I have enough uh, friends with children to know that <laughs> you also have to leave and cleave when it comes to when your choice to being a parent, right? There's something that you have to leave. But what I'm finding is I'm working with people who are trying to move from monocultural to multicultural is one of the most, diff- th- 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 this is one of the most difficult things to think about and why oftentimes the diversity efforts fail is that people don't want to leave who they have been and cleave to or cling to that which is new. People who say, oftentimes that they want to move from monocultural to multicultural 
sometimes want to still date monocultural <laughs> while courting multicultural. Or people want to stay married to monocultural and treat multicultural as a mistress or an affair. Short term, not really committed. Only there when it works for you. Only there when you need it. Leave and cleave. Leave and cling. This is what is required if you want to see change in your organization or your life or your faith community or whatever it is. You have to leave what has been and cling to what is new. Cleave to what is new. You have to leave it. So many of us sometimes, and this is with a lot of things in our lives, you know, we want to have our foot in both worlds. We want to you know, we want to stay single and stay married all at the same time, and it's not going to happen. And then we wonder why things aren't going well. <laughs> it's possible that things aren't going well because there's not a sense of leave and cleave, leave and cling to. There's other times, like, have you ever seen a, a couple together, maybe some of your couple friends, and you have that one couple that like they've been dating each other for eight years. <laughs> I mean, they've been like dating for eight years uh, and they haven't made a decision not to get married, but they also haven't made a decision to get married. <laughs> and it's kind of strange, right? And sometimes they break up and sometimes they're not speaking to each other and other times they're, they're like all in love, right? For some of us and for some of you listening, that's the kind of relationship you have with multicultural work. But I want to encourage you today. Take the plunge. <laughs> I want to encourage you today. Jump jump in the limo with multicultural work, diversity work. Jump in the limo and ride off into the sunset with making more and more room for different kinds of people in your organization. Commit. Commit to cleave, commit to cling to. And take the plunge and leave that identity of a monocultural organization behind. If you want to see the changes that you long to make, you need to leave and cleave. Leave and cling to. Stop trying to have your foot in both worlds because you're just going to cause more suffering for yourself as a leader and impact your freedom and impact uh, the, the ease with which you can start to now make new decisions about the organization, the community that you want to become, and that you're choosing to become, you're longing to become, rather than the community that you've always been, which you say you don't want anymore. Stop dating monocultural while you commit to multicultural. Leave and cleave. Hey, thanks so much for making the time to listen. If you like the insight today, tell your friends and be part of the newsletter at NikkiLearner.com. Remember, it takes that first decision to realize your vision for a more generous, multicultural life. I'll see you next week. <laughs>